It's been reported that uh, Bob Ballard, the uh, producer of the, uh, uh, well, the uh, dive uh, inspector, master diver, who has found so many of these uh, wreck sites underneath the ocean, and as well as uh, the uh, Titanic director, James Cameron, who, uh, who directed the movie, The Titanic, went down dozens of times on the wreck site using uh, Russian-made uh, deep-dive submersibles that were really designed for oil drilling and naval work. These were designs that have been proven and have been in use for up to a hundred years, the basic concepts of, of them. But they themselves are very puzzled by the United States Navy's actions in not releasing immediately information about an implosion that took place at the Titanic wreck site, where they believe the mini-sub, the Titan, was located. What had happened was a sound of the implosion was actually heard on devices that are buried in the seabed across the United States uh, coastal plain area offshore within the 200-mile limit. It is part of the United States' ways of monitoring sea conditions and also weather, as well as a threat defense method. The publicly known model known as SONUS is operated by the National Oceanographic Administration. Uh, and I believe that's uh, NOAA is what it's better known as, or the National Oceanographic Atmospheric Administration. And the NOAA uh, uses those monitoring equipments to keep track of schools of tuna, to uh, map the seabed, to uh, make sure there are no tsunamis off of either co major coast of the uh, United States or its uh, outlying uh, islands and possessions. For example, Alaska, Hawaii, and uh, Guam, and, and these places all have uh, deep sea sensors that monitor these things. The military has another layer of capability that of course far exceeds that of NOAA. Now on one of these systems, it was recorded that there was a sound, but no mention was made of this to anybody. The sound of an implosion or explosion was heard shortly after the Titan sub lost contact with its mothership. And it was at this point the people already knew that apparently something had happened in the deep blue, but nothing was mentioned about it. The Coast Guard continued to announce rescue and recovery efforts. They continued to announce efforts to uh, do search missions, and all of this information was uh, pretty much kept out there, primarily to keep the public interested in it. And some are saying part of the reason for this was because of the Hunter Biden case that the White House wanted a major issue out there that would distract people from what was going on. At the same time, Anthony Blinken needed something to distract the American people and the rest of the world from a report that had been released by the Wall Street Journal and several whistleblowers, as well as people within the intelligence community, that the first three patients from the Wuhan Institute of Virology had been the source of the COVID virus that killed hundreds of thousands around the world and infected millions. But unfortunately, Anthony Blinken and the uh, Biden White House doesn't want that information out. 
Plus, you got a Hunter Biden with uh, his plea deal that they didn't want discussed too much or people taking too much attention to it. So they focused their attention on that. But that said, the wreck site of the Titanic in and of itself is, is kind of like in a, a, a mystery site, you know, a whodunit area, because even the Titanic itself, in and of itself, is a mystery. It is still, many believe, thought that things happened in the Titanic that uh, went beyond just it transporting, you know, uh, people, that it was actually uh, deliberately sabotaged to be able to test something, perhaps, maybe. But some say that it was also inherent failures within the White Star Line's capabilities. And all that had occurred showed indeed there are no unsinkable objects. Yes, there's the hubris also of Titanic's exploration tourism industry that is not seen as popular. So maybe they wanted this dragged out more. That Stockholm Rush and his four passengers were just an example of how the world is not quite ready for extreme tourism, both beneath the deep waves and beyond in the deep blue sea. Let's listen to what it's like. This is James Cameron. Titanic wreck site is a very hostile place. It's a dangerous site to dive. If you think of a typical research dive, you go down and you're really just operating over a bottom. You may be looking for organisms, you may be looking at geology, hydrothermal vent sites can be can be a bit dangerous as well. But Titanic, you've got, you know, this eight-story, ten-story high structure with overhanging uh, metal uh, structures. It, it's a twisted mess. You can get entangled. And entanglement was always a concern of ours, but we dove with a two-sub system. We always felt confident that if one of the subs got ensnared, uh, you'd still have communication, you'd still have life support, you'd still have power, you'd have another sub there that could help you manage the problem. We always felt that, that uh, we, were, we were on pretty safe ground. This sub had no backup. It didn't have a lot of backup systems from what I understand, and it was predicated on, on what I think of as a fundamentally flawed uh, design principle, which is a carbon fiber hull, which when I first heard about a move toward uh, composite hulls, and this was many years ago, even when I was designing my sub, uh, there was another sub that was in sort of in competition with us to get to the Challenger Deep that was operated by uh, a guy named Chris Welsh uh, for, for Richard Branson. This is James Cameron talking about the uh, dangers of the deep and uh, sub designs basically showing that a carbon fiber submarine may not have been the best choice. We go back to James Cameron. And they had a composite hull, and I told those guys, I said, I said, somebody's going to get killed in that sub or in a sub like it. And the DNA of the Ocean Gate sub was in that sub at the time, you know, two hemispherical end caps and a carbon fiber cylinder in the center. And I never believed in that because the way it fails is it delaminates because it's, you have to have a hull, a pressure hull made out of made out of a, a, a contiguous material like steel um, or like titanium, you know, which is the proven standard or, or like acrylic, you know, I'm, an, I'm um, uh, you know, I have a small 
equity stake in, a, in I think, one of the best submersible companies in the world, uh, Triton Submersibles, and they use acrylic for their hulls. But it, once again, it's a contiguous material. So you can do computer modeling to see how it'll behave. But, you know, this Ocean Gate sub had sensors on the inside of the hull to give them a warning when it was starting to crack. And I think if that's your idea of safety, then you're doing it wrong. So James Cameron there talking about it, and of course the explorer of the uh, Titanic and uh, so many other deep dive sites uh, around the world talking about how the need is, of course, for proven safety methods, something that was uh, not uh, done. But Cameron also spoke about how there was so much delay in the announcement from the United States Navy about the information of Sonos, you know, the uh, acoustic uh, array system that is buried at sea and all these other systems that can monitor deep sea, undersea explosions and, and movements. And uh, primarily, there was a, a report that came out in, uh, I believe, the Washington Post that essentially said, well, the Navy didn't want to release the information because they don't know, uh, you know, how much they don't want people to know who are rivals to the United States of uh, where exactly their system is and, and how uh, accurate it is that it is able to hear something as small as a submarine like the Titan, which, of course, uh, was was uh, Ocean Gate's project down there. And, and the Ocean Gate project submarine was not all that big. It's, it's about the size of a small mini bus. You know, if, if, if you have a full-size school bus and you see a little school bus, well, that's about the size of, of a mini bus, which is basically an enlarged uh, sprinter van or something. That would be the size of it. So thinking of that and knowing what we know now, it is something indeed that needs to be looked into. But more clearly stated is that if the Navy, in fact, knew within hours of the implosion, why was the world kept waiting? Why was not something already said early on to not needlessly, you know, traumatize all of this uh, thing? And and even, uh, you know, now you have Barack Obama out there, you know, screaming at the top of his lungs. Oh, please. You know, they shouldn't have been talking about this, you know, uh, submarine so long and, and, and this thing that happened because it, essentially there were migrants who died in other places. So Obama is trying to drag out another distraction to all of everything. Because he knows deep down inside that people are beginning to ask about all of Joe Biden's bribery. And if indeed money went to the big guy, then what about the black guy? Did he get something out of it? Did Obama get his cut when he was president after all? Because Obama would have been the bigger guy, you know. Did indeed Barack Obama get his share of the cuts from the bribery that was gathered by Hunter and James Biden for Joe? Was this a case of uh, Obama not getting his fair share of, uh, you know, the illegal agrees that came out from all there? Maybe. And maybe that's why they're trying to keep this story so much active in the wires and in the papers and all that. And you've got Barack Obama out there going like, well, you shouldn't talk about the submarine. you got to talk about the migrants who died in this fishing boat. It is indeed tragic. Yes, it is tragic what happened in the Aegean Sea, wherein, you know, several uh, hundreds of migrants were piled onto a fishing boat. And, uh, you know, it's really, really easy to track this stuff because they can easily see when a fishing boat is leaving a port off of a, a sea lane and entering an area where people are known to be smuggling people. And it's so easy to track it and prevent this from happening, especially when you see a boat moving so slowly and so deeply in the water and the fact that all the assets are there from NATO to be able to keep track of these things. 
but they don't care. Because deep down inside, a lot of these ideas uh, are, are just part of the continuing process of somehow coming up with topics and issues and ideas. And remember the Obamas were the number one favorites at this. You know, whenever Barack Obama had a bad issue going in the White House at the time, remember how all of a sudden Kim Kardashian suddenly would, would, would come up with something or there was, there was an issue about the Kardashians and that was what was played up. Even the White House would play up the issue or they would talk about Donald Trump or they would talk about somebody else. They had to have always an issue to hide their, you know, uh, flaccidity and failures uh, that, that, that made them so. You know, uh, it's, it's no, uh, it's, it's no uh, uh, coincidence uh, that, that the Obama administration w- was, of course, an administration that is known as a Viagra administration because it took place strongest around him because he definitely needs some kind of male enhancement to be able to be thought of in that way that he was actually performing when, in fact, he did not really perform that well at all. Now, I- I'm not talking about any other performance that uh, him and uh, Michael or Michelle or uh, whatever uh, may have had. We're, we're talking about the issues uh, at hand and, and, and how the distractions of submersibles and sinkings and disasters and drownings are, are being brought up and how, you know, uh, Obama is, is just really, really upset that, in fact, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the uh, you know, uh, refugees drowning... Uh, is to him the bigger issue in all of this and uh, how this is a matter that, uh, you know, uh, should take precedence over the uh, Titanic sub. I think Obama's upset, they say, because, oh, it was five white guys who died and, and look, the world is taking, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, more focus on, on this in a, in, a, in a deep sea being lost submarine than a bunch of idiots who would overload a, a fishing boat. And also the passengers themselves. I mean, all right, you know, you get on a boat, you know it's overloaded. Are you really going to take that boat? So there's, you know, there's something there that basically says, oh, well, you know, they're migrants. They don't know any better. Of course they know better. Many of them uh, are, are actually pretty well educated and know exactly what they're doing. You know, they're going off to Italy or they're going off to Europe to work illegally for a few years, make some money and then go back to their home countries. Many of these people do not stay. They just go into the country. They go in illegally, and they go in there by ever means, whatever means that are possible, uh, to uh, to uh, you know get get things done. Uh, and and uh, you know this this is this is how, for his sake, why he is uh, he is uh, so upset about all of this. And, uh, you know, uh, essentially what, what he is calling out in all of this is, is the fact that uh, as far as he is concerned, uh, this is a matter that, uh, that needs uh, further scrutiny, you know, that, that indeed, uh, you know, uh, you know w- w- when you look at what uh, the former president uh, is saying, you know, they, they, they need to be more focused on this type of thing uh, just because these were migrants and just because these were people who were actually there weren't migrants they were economic migrants they were illegal immigrants coming into europe on a topic that the world just no longer cares about barack 
They don't care about this anymore. There's so many people who need work who are legal to a country that this is something that, that hurts. I live in a neighborhood where, where, you know, there are a lot of Americans who are of Hispanic descent. And in fact, they are slowly becoming the majority of the population here in New York City. You know, the African-American population, because of all these abortions, is really falling into fourth place behind Asian-Americans. And pretty soon in some areas, they're just not, you know, making babies anymore. And uh, with all the uh, attraction for them to fly the rainbow uh, banner and uh, wear the rainbow panties, well, guess what, dude? You're not having a lot of babies anymore. So, you know... It is indeed becoming uh, slowly uh, a situation where I guess to Obama, you know, whoever could bring in uh, the DNA is something that uh, needs to be defended in, in whatever way it can be. And it's just gone down to an issue of race for Barack and how these sinkings and drownings and, and you know, issues must also be raised. Here's Barack Obama. I do think there's an economic mm. element to our democracy that we have to pay attention to. Obscene inequality. You think about news of the day. Generally, we're not talking about news of the day. But so, so here he is, you know, here he is going again, well, it's all about socialism. You know, we have to take everybody's money away. You know, now that if, if you have a house, it used to be you buy a house, it goes up in value, you're gonna pay uh, for that value when you sell your house, right? You don't get to, uh, you know, uh, cash in on your value on your property unless you're doing a loan, you know. But what the Democrats want now is, is even if you have some real property and it gains in value, then you should be taxed along as, as soon as the uh, as soon as the value increases, which is basically kind of strange because you know they want you to make a gain or a capital gains tax when you haven't gained anything at all. And you're still, you know, dealing with depreciation, dealing with costs. So, so this is what you know the the uh, the uh, the uh, Obamanites want. Right now, we have 24-hour coverage, and I understand it of this submarine, this submersible. Uh, well, you know, he does hate people in the Navy because his grandfather used to get pissed off at him, you know, for for not being manly enough. Uh, that that tragically is right now lost at the bottom of the sea. Um, at the same time, right here, just off the coast of Greece, we had 700 people dead, 700 migrants who were apparently being smuggled uh, into here. And you know, we've, it's made news, but it's not dominating in the same way. And, and in some ways, it's indicative of the degree to which people's life chances have, have grown so disparate. It's very hard to sustain a democracy when you have such massive concentrations of wealth. And so part of my argument has been, un unless we make people feel more economically secure and we're taking more seriously the need to create ladders of opportunity and a stronger safety net that's adapted to these new technologies and, and the displacements that are taking place around the world, if we don't take care of that, that's also going to fuel the kind of, you know, mostly far-right populism, but it can also uh, potentially come from the left uh, that is undermining democracy because it it makes people angry and resentful and scared. Well, no, actually, what makes people angry is someone who lives in Martha's Vineyard, 
who you know uh, gets fourteen million dollars for for a book, uh, which doesn't really sell well, but but gets an advanced deal because the book is paid for by defense contractors, coming out and lecturing the rest of the world about you know how e- wealth inequality is something that needs to be settled. You know nobody should be rich except him and his daughters and his future grandchildren. Good luck with that one. Uh, you know, and all of this stuff that just kind of boils out there from, from guys like Barack Obama. And the constant attempt to find distractions so people will not talk about Joe Biden's corruption and how that corruption is what is fueling anger against Democrats, particularly the Democratic Party. He's got to take a dig against, you know, uh, the, the Republican left, you know, the populist left. Too. It's something that Barack needs to do. So whatever the reason, do not forget the meaning of the season. It's summer, and the focus is now a three-card Monty game. We will talk about the other distraction dilemma, and that, of course, is Russia. I'm Mike of New York, and this is the Mike of New York podcast. On a Sunday, coming to you with more in a while. Have a great day.